Welcome to the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast, where we go over exactly what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in Houston. Welcome. We are here with Dr. Kemi Nuruddin, and we're going to be talking all about the medical center, uh, living in the medical center here in Houston, Texas. So welcome. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Excited to talk with you. Fantastic. Me too. Um, Would you like to give a little quick introduction? Yes, I'm uh, Dr. Kimmy Nuruddin. I'm a fertility doctor here in Houston. Um, I am originally from Atlanta, but I went to, graduated high school in, in Houston, front, well, south side of Houston, Friendswood, Texas. Um, did my resident medical school here in Texas, did undergrad here in Texas. Uh, I trained, my uh, residency was in DC, and I did my fellowship in New York, and then came back right back to Texas when I finished fellowship. So glad to be yes, back. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love talking to people. Um, I, I say this probably a lot of episodes, right? I, I love talking to people that um, have been different places, right? Because we always get a chance to, to compare and contrast. But, but I've also said I love to talk to people that have been someplace like forever because then they know like every little thing um, about a certain place. But um, I think with... <laughs> Um, we'll definitely hit on some of the, the comparisons because, yeah. I mean, those are very, very different places, right? Friendswood versus Medical Center, Atlanta, D.C. So we'll, we'll hit on some of those things. But what would you say the best thing about the medical center is, living in the medical center? Um, so the, I think the best thing is just being, yeah, I, I think living in the medical center, and I also have an office in the medical center, it, it's, oh. it, you're close to all different areas of the city. So, you know, my husband and I, we bought our home before we had kids. We were newlyweds and we built this home and it was soon after Harvey. So after Harvey, we were just like, we want to live where it does not flood, <laughs> where there's no flooding. Yep. And our community was advertising building homes where, and they used, they had their signs that did not flood, like on the online it said did not flood. So that probably <laughs> grabbed our attention. So we didn't have kids, so we built there. Um, it's so close for me to work. I love... I, you know, the medical center has really grown on me. When I was a medical student at Texas A&M, you know, Texas A&M is in College Station in Temple, Texas back then. And the medical center, all my friends who were doing medical school in the medical center always seemed, it seemed overwhelming. There was a lot of construction happening at the time. <clears throat> I remember thinking, I, I don't want to have anything to do with the medical center for my training. And I think that's why I ended up in DC, which I can talk about later. But uh I, I love it now. I mean, obviously we're not dealing with as much construction, but it's such a great community for physicians. Um, our office is walkable from, you know, a lot of the offices and hospitals in the area. So we get quite a few physicians, residents and fellows who come see us at our medical center location on Fannin Street. So um, in living and working here, I, I just love it. I think kids, we're looking to probably move elsewhere because we don't have a yard, but for now it's, it's very convenient. I, I love living and working here. Yeah. Um, you know, Susan and I, we lived on, on Brazewood, right? Just kind of right down the road. Um, not technically a medical center. So she loved right. it too. The convenience is, is key um, to being there. Um, but then, yeah, when we had the kids after a little while, it's like, you got to have the backyard and got to have more space. But um, so, yeah. Kind of why did you why did you choose the medical center? Um, you you kind of hit on it, right? No flood. That was kind of the big driver, and then just convenience. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got we got married in 2017 uh, in May, and then the Harvey was in August. So 
um, at that time we hadn't decided where we wanted to live. Um, I, I wanted to be in closer to the city, you know, growing up in friends with Texas, it's a suburb, you know, and I was looking for the opposite. My husband is from DC, Washington, DC. So he's right. kind of grew up around the city, lived there for a number of years and he loves the suburbs. So we were trying to find a compromise. Uh, we still are trying to find a compromise with our next move, but he wanted something with a little bit more land um, because we didn't have kids. We settled on this area um, that wasn't too far from my work, but not uh, too deep into the city where he felt like he could still have a little bit of that less congestion, basically, in some areas, than compared to some areas of Houston. Yeah, um, no, I, uh, like I said, I'm from Friendswood, so I wanted the opposite. <laughs> funny right um so when you lived in dc um did you when you did you miss that kind of hustle and bustle kind of of energy so yeah. I, I have such a great story about that you know i i think after temple texas so you do college station the first two years of med school and at texas a&m at the time you did your third and fourth year in temple texas which is a real small town i mean for us in medical school having fun was going to chili's you know and getting margaritas so <laughs> We would drive to Austin occasionally to hang out. Very rarely Houston, it was a little bit of a longer drive. Um, after medical school, I had done undergrad, uh, th three years of undergrad and four years of medical school in Texas. At that point, I was ready to get out and move on. Um, when I matched at Georgetown, I was super excited, but very, very nervous. DC, my only thought of DC, I just kept thinking, you know, you know scary city, big city. Um, so I was a little nervous. It wasn't until I got to, my mom and I went up there when I was looking for somewhere to live for, you know, for residency. We actually went into the Georgetown area and Glover Park. And Glover Park is a little bit north. Um, um, it's not, I lived in an apartment on Massachusetts, but up Wisconsin, you get to Glover Park. And the further you go down Wisconsin, you run into M Street, Key Bridge, that whole shopping area of Georgetown. But where I lived was a nice, quiet little um, neighborhood and street um, called Glover Park. And it was such a great introduction to DC because I lived in a nice, easy, quiet area and I got to know DC really easily because of my proximity. In our residency program, everybody lived either in DC or Virginia, across the bridge in Virginia, Roslyn. Mm -hmm. And so you got, you got to hang out with each other. We covered hospital at Georgetown, Washington Hospital Center. We also covered Virginia Hospital Center. So. I think D.C. was such a great introduction to a big city for me after living in Texas for so long, and I grew to love it. I grew to love D.C. Um, it, it was just such a, a nice introduction of an interesting uh, residency program, um, exposed to all kinds of people and culture, restaurants. I, I had a wonderful time. And I think after D.C., matching in New York didn't seem so hard. <laughs> I wasn't so worried after living in that I was like, okay, I can live in Manhattan. I'm not too worried about, you know, navigating, not having a vehicle, taking the subway. It was a nice transition from Texas, DC to New York. Um, yeah. I will say living in DC, New York really opened my eyes to real estate. <laughs> Cause I had, I shared an apartment in medical school with my, my co-medical um, student and we did not pay a lot of money for almost a townhouse with a, a garage. And it was really cheap in Temple, Texas. Mm -hmm. When I got to DC, my mom and I were looking at apartments for me as a single woman. And I mean, at first we started looking at some of the basement apartments um, in the Georgetown, because they have these homes, these little townhouses with basement apartments that they rent mm -hmm. out to students. Um, I looked at that with my mom, but we found this great apartment that um, a condo, this, the owner 
was just got married and she was moving to the suburbs with her husband and wanted to rent her condo. So I got to rent her condo the first two years of residency uh, and it was great. It, it was a one bedroom, but it, believe me, it was almost double what I was playing in Temple, which was a bigger home yeah. <laughs> with you know yeah. two bedroom, two baths, two stories. And I was paying for a one bedroom, small apartment. Um, but like I said, it was a safe community. It was a, the apartment complex had a, had a um, sorry, front desk, you know, so people could check in before they come in. So I felt safe coming from Texas. Um, so it was expensive, but it at least prepared me. By the time I got to New York, <laughs> I had a roommate there um, as well, a friend from someone I met in Georgetown. We lived together um, in New York and that, cost of living in New York is as much as I love training out there, I knew long-term <laughs> I was not going to be there um, long-term, especially in my mind, knowing what I could get in Texas for the same cost. Um, it's a great city, but you are sacrificing space um, and cost of living by living in New York. I Believe me, I loved it. Being single, I had a lot of fun, but when I thought long-term with family, I, I, I didn't think it would work out for me. I um, took care of, it's funny, I, I had a lot of attendings in New York who um, I got to see their living with their kids and it's different apartment living and you have kids. And I mean, it's not like you have a yard, you're walking your kids down the street to the park. I remember ba yeah. babysitting for one of my attendings and it was an ordeal taking her two yeah. kids to the park, just helping her out because she was busy. Oh, yeah. And I remember thinking, yeah, I, I don't want to have kids in this city. <laughs> either, either the elevator's broken or you got the walk up, right? Or you've got to take the, the right? Anybody with kids now, especially two young kids, right? You've got the stroller, you've got the carrier, um, you've got all of their stuff for the entire day, right? Like it's, it's snacks and toys and everything else. I mean, yeah. um, what would you say the comparison is cost of living wise um, from both DC and New York? especially now, right? Um, obviously Houston's gone up quite a bit than probably when you got here, but um, what would you say compar comparison of cost of living is? Yeah, yeah I, I definitely feel the cost of living, I'm sure those cities have gotten even worse, but I mean, my, the majority of my paycheck as a resident and fellow went to my cost of my, my, my housing, basically my apartments. Because right. to me, it was more important that I felt safe when I came home sure. late at night or had to leave early yep. to go to work. So. Yep. Um, I feel like the biggest chunk, probably 75% of my paycheck was going to <laughs> where I was living. Um, right. I think my apartment in DC was 1500 a month. Uh, and it was like a 800, maybe no, no 600 square foot home uh, apartment. Yeah. And in DC, I shared an apartment. Um, so I lived in two different apartments. The first two years, first, first two years of fellowship, I was, uh, on the upper West side. Uh, 96 in Broadway uh, with a friend from from um, Georgetown. She and I were renting a condo from an alumni of the school that she that she knew. Um, so we, I think we were paying like 3,500 for a two bedroom, two bath. Um, when she went to law school, she no, she went to Oxford for her um, for some postgraduate um, education. I ended up moving in with another friend uh, in Hell's Kitchen. I wanted to venture out of the Upper West Side and move a little closer to the city. It was my last year of fellowship. And as a third year fellow, there's a lot less responsibility. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna have a little bit more fun this last year of fellowship. So I moved uh, to, to Hell's Kitchen, uh, 43rd and 10th Street, um, apartment called Gotham. <laughs> and we, uh, me and my roommate, we were paying 4,800 a month for a two bedroom, two bath. 
not very wow. big. <laughs> but that's wow. what we were paying and splitting that every month. So yeah, so I, I remember thinking about these numbers and my dad, my parents live in Brunswick, so they would tell me, oh my God, you're paying so much with like double our mortgage here in Texas, right. you know? Yeah. And I think when I was looking for a job, I didn't think I was going to leave New York at the time. I was like, I think I'm going to stay here. I think this is, you know, I was still single. I was like, I think I may get a job here. I may end up settling here. Um, but my, I think when my dad and I talked and he saw my offers in New York versus Texas, <laughs> I'll never forget his comment. He's like, you might as well move to Texas and just sit on your butt and do nothing. <laughs> he's like, yeah. your money is not going to go anywhere. And he's like, these offers and the cost of living, he's, and, yeah. you know, he thought that was a little... Um, he just didn't think long-term it made sense. You know, he kept preaching. My father's a physician too. He's an anesthesiologist. And ever since I left for DC, he would preach to me about coming back to Texas. And he would say, you know what? There's tort reform. There's no state income tax. So he would tell me these things almost every day. <laughs> so when he saw my offers, when I talked to him about some of my offers in, tech, in Houston versus Texas, he just kind of was like, I just don't know if that practically makes sense long-term when you have a lot of opportunity financially. Um, in Texas, you know, so I really kept took that to heart. Um, I think it was hard for me to let go of some of the lifestyle I was used to. Um, now that I've been on the East Coast for seven years, um, I didn't think I would want to make that change. But eventually, I, I saw I saw exactly what he was talking about, and to this day, I always thank my dad for that guidance. That's all. If you're looking to move anywhere in the Houston area, don't forget we'd love to help you out. Give us a call or shoot us an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. Awesome. I, I think that's a perfect transition because I, I can't imagine, um, I, I took a different path where I, I went to the suburbs, I finished college, I went to the suburbs, but I was traveling extensively with my job. So I really wasn't living in the suburbs, I was living every place else. I was living in San Diego and I was living in Seattle and then, um, and then, and then I got a chance to, to kind of really settle down in LA still, um, but they're paying for everything. That's a little different story. But so, but I got to live on the beach, um, where it's basically Venice and, uh, <laughs> Marina del Rey. And I remember that energy as a, as a young guy, single at the time and, and just living that whole lifestyle was fantastic. Yeah. And then coming back to Houston, um, I got a job in Houston, um, or client in Houston and they wanted to put me up in like by the airport. They're, oh, the client's up there, you real short commute. I was like, oh no, 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 no. We're not, we're not doing that. I gotta, I gotta be young. I'm young and I gotta be in the energy. So I went down to the Galleria, um, right? You gotta, you gotta have that, that energy. How would you compare the energy around kind of New York um, and, and DC kind of coming back to Houston in, in the in the medical center, right? Like, because there's so many things close to the medical center, right? You've got a lot of the stuff. It's not the same, but, you know, what would you say as far as, maybe we'll just talk about some, maybe some yeah. of the restaurant choices or some of the entertainment options. Yeah. Um, I think D.C. and Houston have a lot of similarities. I do. I mean, you have your nice quiet areas. If you want to move in a little closer, um, to like um, uh, M Street, or you want to go to Adams Morgan in DC, or what we used to call U Street, I guess they call it Shaw now. My husband and I, we go to DC often, we just see the gentrification happening and we're like, oh, this area has changed a lot. <laughs> so U Street is called Shaw. So, you know, it was so easy when I was back then. It's a, it's a easy vibe to go and hit a lot of nice new restaurants and be able to 
go back to a nice quiet area. New York was very different. Um, it took me a while even just to get used to living in the city because it's constant noise. I mean, you're hearing fire trucks, police cars, you know, even if you're on Upper West Side or where I was in Hell's Kitchen, you would hear the constant city. Um, the energy, I loved it. I still love New York to this day. Um, when I go, I get this burst of energy. I, I love walking everywhere. It's it's just, it's a it's definitely um, a city I'm never gonna get out of my heart. I just love New York City. Um, but it is a constant. Um, I do feel with New York, it's a, you feel a little bit more, I don't I used to say, you feel a little bit more anonymous. <laughs> no one's worried about you. You're doing your thing. You're walking in the street. It's, it's, it's less likely you're gonna run into someone you know, you know, you're, you're going out. I mean, I would always have friends visit me. We would try something random new. We walked down the street and try something random new. I loved that I lived down the street from great restaurants and great bars. Um, I think Houston, we're living in the medical center. We still got to drive, even though we do live my, we do live near a train. Um, you still drive, you still get to restaurants. And I do, when I think of the Galleria, Westview, um, the Heights, all of those areas, you get the same vibe. You still have that opportunity to kind of, you know, explore, you know, enjoy the city, um, but it's still dry. You're still driving. It's not like you're walking around and voila, here's a new restaurant. We're just going to walk in the right. door because we were walking and talking and hanging out. You're still kind of driving to get to it, but there's some, there's some really great restaurants in Houston. And I think that's one thing we're very lucky because I think Houston, I mean, New York has great restaurants too, um, but there's some things that you get in Houston you can't get anywhere. I can never get good Tex-Mex, of course. And I remember one of my attendings at Columbia would say, he lived in Houston. He's like, you're not going to find good Vietnamese in New York City. Just forget it. Houston is the best. <laughs> so yeah. he said, I don't even bother. Vietnamese is the best in Houston. So he, I remember he told me that, so I didn't bother with that. Um, but I feel like when it comes to food and restaurants, there there's just so many great options in Houston. There are staples that have been around a long time, like Brennan's. Um, the other day, me and a girlfriend and I went to Muse, which I'm still talking about. It was so good. Um, food was great, vibe was good, the rest of our waiter, we had such a good time with just talking with our waiter and catching up. I mean, we stayed till the place closed down. I mean, they had to kick us out, but like places like that in Houston excite me. I mean, we're constantly, this is a girlfriend I've known for a while. She's, she's visited me in DC and New York. So we're always looking for new spots in Houston and we, and we easily find good food, good drinks and um, living in the medical center makes it really easy for me to get to those spots. When I first moved to Texas, I lived with my parents, I was single. And I remember driving into the city to go hang out with my friends. It was a 45-minute drive. And it's a challenge. You know, I think living in the medical center, I know with two kids, I can go meet a girlfriend for cocktails and be home in time for my nanny or babysitter to go home. So it's a, it's a real convenient, easy way to plan not living so far away. Um, definitely the suburbs have great, like, my, I'm, like I said, I'm from Friendswood, but I'm seeing development in Friendswood. I mean, I'm loving this the small town vibe I'm so used to has all of these restaurants popping up and, you know, you see it in Cyprus. I mean, I cover Cyprus office. I see it in Cyprus. I see it. I mean, the Woodlands is its own community. I mean, we love going to concerts up there and it's, you know, Houston doesn't have it all in one spot. It can be anywhere. So I do appreciate that aspect of it. Any other recommendations for restaurants? Brennan's, Muse? I know it's been a while since I've been out. I'm, like I said, I love Muse. It's so good. Um, That's what happens when we I, become parents. I, I do we, love don't, we don't know all the hip spots exactly. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet with kids, I feel like I hardly ever get a chance to go out. But um, And I know there's a few on my list, like my, my brother and my sister-in-law are here in Houston now. And uh, so they, they tell me about spots they get to try. Um, 
I, I'm very open when it comes to trying new things, but um, there are staples that have been around for a while that I like. Um, I'm just going through my head because I haven't been out in a while. Um, I love Hillstone just because of the Emerald Kelp Salad. My husband's a big steak guy, so we tend to go to a good steak restaurants and all the good yeah. steak restaurants in Houston, so we tend to do that a lot. Um, when it comes to brunch, I mean, I do a lot. I like Gracie's. Um, uh, gosh, so many spots. I'm like Ooh, one blank on. I think I went to somewhere on Bissonette the oh, other day. Um, yeah, we'll go to Toulouse every once in a while. I mean, this, there's just so many options. Yeah. You've mentioned safety. Um, if you were if you were single um, coming back to the medical center, would you still feel safe um, as a single female coming back um, late at night in the medical center? Uh, yes, I think if it's to me, if the, the it depends on the building and where you are. Yeah, I would, especially our neighborhood now. I would, I would live there as a single female too. Yeah, I do, but I, I may have a. Different... No, that was a big thing for Susan as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, because Susan was in. She was in. Um, uh, she was in D.C. Obviously too. Yeah. And that was her big thing. Yeah. And and then when she came to Houston, she just wanted someplace close and yeah. safe, and and so that is a big driver. Um. You know, you just want to feel good. And then you guys work crazy hours and, yeah. um, you know, there could be a, a late case and, you know, all of a sudden you're supposed to be home at seven and it turns right. into nine or, or later. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you do, do you, you don't do overnight call anymore? No, I mean, but there are times I may have an ectopic pregnancy yeah. and I have to go in late at night and I never feel, I mean, not going with any enough. issues, you know, going out in the, from the medical center to go take care of a patient in the hospital, which is good. I mean, I may be a little jaded after yeah. living in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> But um, I, I, not, like I said, you gotta you can't take anything for granted. But I do I do feel quite safe living and working in the medical center. Yeah. So you mentioned you, you hit multiple offices. Yes. So you you live in the med center. You work in the med center. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the med center is a massive complex here in Houston. Yeah. Um, if you if you didn't work in the med center, what are some other good options? Or should me, if, yeah, if you didn't work in the med center. Um, what are some other good options or how, how difficult is it to get to some of the other offices that yeah. you visit? So I, you know, I'm, a, I'm in a big practice. There's a lot of physicians. So we all cover at least two or three offices and we have offices that go from the Woodlands to Beaumont. So there are doctors in our practice who drive to Beaumont, right. some who drive to the Woodlands and we live in different areas of the city. And it's great because we're such a good group and, and it's, we, you know, we're very supportive of each other. So we know, you know, those of us who live in certain areas, may sometimes work closer to those areas. Me working in the medical center, I cover Cypress and Clear Lake as well. Clear Lake is great because it's home. I'm always going against traffic, same with Cypress. Um, I went to college at Texas A&M, so I get a lot of um, A&M patients. So they drive easily down you know, 290 from College Station to come to our Cypress office. And I'm always driving against traffic. Gotcha. So I think most of us who drive in our practice, we're, we're used to it. You know, we And I like changing it up. I like having my Clear Lake patients. I like having my Cypress patients. I like having my medical center patients. It, it's funny you bring that up because they are. They're very different vibe, yeah. right? You got the Clear Lake. You got a little bit more of the Bay type of atmosphere, mm -hmm. right? It's a, it's a different crowd. Yeah. Just like you said, you got the A&M folks coming down to, to uh, Cypress. Um, and then everybody comes to the med center, right? right? right. I mean, that's just... Um, These days when I have a patient whole mix me, there. I always ask them, which office do you prefer? Where do you live? Where do you work? Because, you know, with our practice, you can go to any office. I'll have access to your chart. Um, but for my Clear Lake patients, it, you know, it's, it, this is really easy for them. It's, it's rare they want to come into the city too much for anything. Um, we have a Pearland office if they need to go a little closer. Um, Clear Lake is funny because I tend to run into people from high school or know my siblings from high school. <laughs> oh. 
like so that that's that's, well, that's, that's kind of nice that's that fun. part is nice though i do i do like that <laughs> um you're you're still a couple couple years away for um school but um, what kind of activities are you planning or what type of activities do you have set for the kids right now or, or are you looking at? That's a great question. So um, Mason actually started pre-K three at um, St. Anne's this year. And uh, it's uh, it's been great, to be honest. So my husband and I both did uh, Catholic school for elementary school and we went to public school for high school. So I think we both grew up with that foundation and we kind of wanted him yeah. to start. Hopefully it's a nice adjustment for him. So he's in a school structure, it goes to eighth grade and then we'll see at that point if maybe he goes to public school and kind of like we did. Uh, and yeah. I think it was a good foundation to prepare us. So activity wise, it's school. <laughs> um, this summer yeah. he did soccer and swimming. Um, my husband and I are both college athletes. So we're both we former college athletes. So we're, we both are very careful <laughs> to how we introduce sports to him because, you know, we, we love it. We both love competing in college, but at the same time, we don't want the pressure if he doesn't want to pursue that. You know, I don't want, we don't yeah. want to be those type of parents that are making him do these sports too, super early, but we want him to kind of really have a genuine love of sports. So right now it's soccer. We're still doing swimming because um, eventually, hopefully we have a house with a pool. Um, and I really do want him to be a, sh a strong swimmer um, eventually. So I love soccer. I want him to continue soccer. My dad's a big soccer fan. My husband played football in college. So <laughs> I am yeah. battling um, that. So we'll see <laughs> when the time comes. Um, hopefully he'll get to do a little track and field. Um, but I'm probably going to wait until he's a little bit. I did summer track as a kid. I think he's, I'm going to have him wait a little bit on that because in Texas, I don't know what's going to happen with this heat in the summer. I, I just can't imagine the kids competing, competing in AAU and USA track and field. I, I don't know. Back then, it was super hot when I was competing in the summers. But I'm like, I don't know if I can see my kids doing summer track right now. <laughs> um, but we'll see. I think we'll, we'll take it easy. I want to introduce music um, to him. Um, my younger son seems to be musically inclined. He loves music. He loves beats. He's always trying to dance. So. He may be more musically inclined, but um, right now the activities we are kind of taking our time. He's three. Um, soccer was a real fun sport for him, but while he's getting used to the whole pre-K three, we're going to wait on soccer till spring and continue swimming, and then we'll. And is Saint Anne's close to where you are, or is, is that a? Yeah, it's not too far at all. It's probably a fifteen-minute drive from where we live. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So that's a very good option. Then. Yeah, very good. Um, Lots of options in the city. Yeah. I don't know if I asked. How long have you been in the med center? Uh, I So I joined my practice in 2013, and I think I was put in the med center 2015, like not that long after, maybe two years, one or two years after I started. I got you, okay. Mm -hmm. So 2015, so, um, oh wow. So you talked about the construction. How much growth have you seen? Um, they're still building the big apartment complexes, right? Mm -hmm. Those are still kind of going up. Yeah. But what other, did you, you said you built your house? Yeah, we did build our house. It's like a townhouse, single family home community off Phantom. Okay. Um, so they, it's gated, but they have um, they have uh, easy access to the, the railway to go up into the city. So, yeah. It's funny, when I we lived there, I said, I'm going to take the train all the time. And yes, I've yet to take the train anywhere. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's right. Different lifestyle, right? You're so used to it in, you know, every place else. But I'm all of a sudden, if it's off road, um, <laughs> cars are just so convenient, right? They really um, are. And especially with hours, right? Like, do the trains run? Um, they don't run 24 hours, right? No, they, they, they do. Do they... And it's, if I take the train, okay. it's more like if I'm going to 
take the train up to the museum district area, but it's, gotcha. it, I'll be honest, I've, I've not done it. Rodeo time though. Yeah. I think we've taken the train once or twice running rodeo time. Very I told myself never again after that experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've taken the train to the rodeo. We've actually parked um, in the med center, yeah. um, you know, where, where Susan works and then we'll, we'll take the train sometimes. And I'm not sure if that's more convenient or not. No. But, um, <laughs> We've learned the hard way. I've had friends yeah. in the house to park in our area to take the train. They're like, yeah, it doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just go back to that. So the market update. So as far as like what kind of growth have you seen? Um, your your townhomes were, were yeah. new, right? So they're being built up in 2017. What other stuff have you started seeing happening around there? Yeah, you know, we are, I think our area, it's a little slow. You know, we were really hoping things would pick up a little bit more. Um, the guy, the owner of our because when we bought our location, we didn't have kids, but we knew it would be a good rental in the future because of location. I thought it would be so easy for medical students, residents, fellows who come in and out of Houston because you see it all the time. I see it with my patients. Um, the area across the street on Fannin, the developer of our community is going to build another townhouse community. He hasn't broke ground yet, but we know it's coming. I think two big apartment complexes have, have been built, actually three in our area since we've moved in. Yeah. Um, Moving, if you go further into the city, you're seeing a lot more apartments being built, a lot more, I can't say a lot of condos, but a lot of apartment buildings happening in the medical center. A lot more, um, I love seeing Westview, because we're not far from Westview and Braisewood. So Braisewood is exciting because I see um, some of the homes being, you know, some of them tore down and built up because we, you know, we're looking at where to go. And um, that's exciting because I do see that potential in the Braisewood area really, really developing kind of like Westview. That part is, is, is pretty cool to see. Um, Western, yeah. of course, you see um, a lot of the old, older houses tear downs and build up. So that those are that's yep. pretty cool to see. Um, our community is a little further south, so I, I guess I was hoping some plans would be made with the um, former Astro World site. Um, mm-hmm. So I think when my husband and I bought, we kept because there's a there's a couple of plots of land that are still pending, and one one area where the old Sands was, they were there was something was going to happen, but then it fell apart. And then I think the rodeo bought the Asheroid land. So, yeah, it, yeah, I think we kept hoping a mixed-use development center would happen eventually in that area, right near NRG. Yeah. But um, I, it just doesn't seem like much is happening yet. Um, but I think it's just a slow process. Um, my husband and I, after living, we, you know, like I said, we both lived in D.C., which is funny. We didn't know each other at the time, but we were in D.C. at the same time. My husband moved to Houston when I moved from New York. He moved from D.C. So we both came to Houston in 2013, but we didn't meet till like a year or two later. But one thing we noticed in D.C. is the the changes around um, certain areas. You saw the a lot more apartments and condos being built. And one area I always talk about is Third Ward. You know, I love uh, Riverside Terrace. I love the history. I think that's one thing I love about Houston is some of the older neighborhoods. Um, and you're seeing some changes to some of those. I mean, I like the history, but I do like to see that people are are moving in and seeing these areas kind of, you know, revitalize near, especially around U of H. So that part is pretty exciting to see some of the changes happening. I think that area is, is exciting to me to see that. And it's so close to the medical center, so. I'm doing my best right now to get um, somebody on from the third ward. Um, we just, our schedules haven't, oh, you haven't know, matched me, up. I, you know, I'm thinking, because I have a friend who, um, I have friends who, a friend who owns land there who is looking there, but it's been in the family. Um, other yep. positions in third ward? I know there, there's a few. <laughs> there's a few. Well, I'd love to refer us because I'm definitely. Um, we're trying to. We're trying to talk to. Um, 
any physicians, right, in some of those great areas, right? Because we want to be able to get people to understand what's going on. I'll give you some referrals because I have quite a few female physician friends in third ward who I tell them to stock real estate for me. <laughs> like you see okay. something, text me and they, they'll text me things that come up um, like in the Riverside Terrace area. It's, it's such a beautiful yeah. location and it doesn't, I mean, I know some people may be a little worry of the area being near U of H and everything, but yeah. I, I think my husband, I think it's just, oh, one no, of those, it's, gonna, yeah. it's just one of those areas. On. I see so much potential with that area. I, I love and I was, we did two, um, two interviews with kind of the old Brazewood on each side of Kirby. Um, and that's, they're, they're talking about walking to wine bars and walking to restaurants. I was like, wow, that's like fantastic. So yeah. Thank you for joining us on the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast. We've had a wonderful time discussing what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in the heart of Texas. If you're considering a move to Houston or within Houston, we're here to guide and assist you. Don't hesitate to reach out with a call or an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com. And remember, the charm of Houston lies in its diverse neighborhoods. So make sure to tune in next week where we'll be exploring another vibrant neighborhood in Houston, offering insights into its unique lifestyle and opportunities. Until then, stay safe and keep envisioning your perfect Houston living experience. Goodbye for now, and we'll catch you in our next episode.